This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Scotty, I think you're... You want me to go first? ...giving me Oof. a story. Which one do I want to do? Okay. Embarrassing list of goals found on Lost Phone and Australian Ski Resort. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to put all of this fun in order on this episode of Banana. Oh, welcome wow. to the silliest little podcast there ever was. Live at the Elysian Theater during Splitian City, inaugural number two. Yeah, second inaugural. Uh, that was, I was going to be up front. That was louder mm. than Tacoma. Uh, and that is saying something. Whoa. Thank you. Whoa. True. We we uh we were saying earlier that we raised thirty six hundred dollars for LA Food Bank today. Fact, thank you so thank much you. to you everybody. Did. We did it. That's fourteen thousand plus meals for LA's regional. It's just people that are you know they need meals. You can never feel bad about that. And also, just we want you to be a part of the show. Yes. You showed up. You ran upwards of. <laughs> you sprinted real fast. It was one. It was one point two eight kilometers that we did. We blew it. Well, Kurt and I have discussed this on a podcast that'll come out in about two weeks, but next, we're going to do the next one of these in February. Yeah. <laughs> or March. Yeah, no more. No more doing it in July. You know... It's just going to get hotter and hotter. Let's do it I in disagree. February. I disagree. <laughs> I think we're on the other side of this thing, but we want you to feel like you're a part of the show. So on the count of three, just yell your first name so that everybody knows you're in attendance and your mom and dad and your Uncle Pete Can Paul. Can hear you. Yeah, Uncle yeah. Tippy and Aunt Brynhilda know they were here. One, two, three. I feel like a lot of people just screamed. I don't know if you yelled your name. <laughs> well, let's whisper your name on one, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> Honestly, so creepy. It doesn't. I, that so that added a new layer to it. So creepy. That is so funny. Honestly, when was the last time you whispered your own <laughs> name? To your real doll? Oh, that's delightful. What is it again? Evan. 
for every Mr. Evan. <laughs> for everybody at home, just fully aware, I am wearing a wrestling singlet. Is it a singlet? Onesie. Yeah. What a fun name! Can you name. say unitard? What's its name? Oh, we mm. need to name that cat. Cocaine. Uh, <laughs> Cocaine the cat. Yeah. Cocaine's a great name for a cat. I think so. I'm wearing a wrestling singlet that is a giant kitten. So, like, the nose is where my tummy is, the mouth's at my crotch, and the eyes are just below my sweet little titties, and feeling good. You look good. You look good. Thank you so much. That's the main thing. Okay, here we go. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Feeling good, looking good. And we have a wonderful guest that we'll bring out. We're going to do a story, too. You've heard the podcast. You know. You understand how it goes. Let's get into it. I'm ready. Wanderluster set this in. Wanderluster sends a lot of great stories. Her name yeah. is Cheyenne. Oh, you just made somebody's day. Somebody just pulled over their uh, Kia Sophia. Opened up the like, glove. Opened up oh, the glove box hell and yeah, puked dog. in it. She does send a lot of good stories. Embarrassing. List of goals found on phone at Australian Ski Resort. Did you know there were ski resorts in Australia? <laughs> How is it possible? <laughs> what can kill you there? What I mean, like, that's so crazy. Is it an indoor ski resort? It's all outdoors, baby. Wow. Okay. Yahoo News Australia. That sounds real. Mm-hmm. This was written in the best in the biz. When it comes to skiing in Australia, you want one name and one name only. Because there's only one. Thank you. Sophia Coghill. <laughs> nice. I love it. Nothing it's British definitively about that. not a mountain. That's it is right. a hill. Those of us. Uh huh. Oh, this is so okay. She's medium mist in the biz. Um. Oh, oh, we should go. She is the. <laughs> pretty medium though. I'm gonna let you know right hey, off the top. Half of you were saying medium mist, and half were saying best. And I love you guys. Yeah, I know. Because here's the first sentence. As a professional writer, I would not write. Okay. <sighs> Those among us who mm-hmm. write down their goals are often commended or even, if, <laughs> or even admired. No. Yet for one unsuspecting skier, their list of quietly yearned after accomplishments, I mean, what Quietly? <laughs> have become there's public knowledge. De- there's definitely a better way to say that. Concise. Quietly yearned after accomplishments? Yet for one unsuspecting skier, their list of quietly yearned after accomplishments. <laughs> dreams? Are you talking about dreams? Yeah. Dear God, have become public knowledge with their red face now likely to, oh, now unlikely to be caused by ice burn. Oh my God. Sometimes you're glad for the heat. In these moments, you're glad for the heat. (laughs) So they were at a fellow visitor at Parisher Ski Resort in New South Wales, Snowy Mm -hmm. Mountains, found a lost phone, quote, Halfway down the front valley, end quote. Kurt? Well, I have no idea what halfway down the front Nobody valley does. might mean. Because you would think you're definitely not skiing in a valley. I get, you'd probably be on the, on the hill. Okay, well, Okay, we'll yeah, we're back in. Maybe it's a valley on a, on a slant. All right. So somebody found it and snapped a photo and informed the owner their device had been handed into the venue for collection. So somebody lost their phone skiing. Okay. That's it. It's winter down there, y'all. It's not hot there. Uh, however, their phone's wallpaper was slightly revealing. 
It was the wallpaper. And don't you want to do that? So no. every time you check the time in front of someone, it's all of your quietly yearned for <laughs> accomplishments. <laughs> True. Eight goals. Eight goals. Okay. Were typed out and used as the device's front screen. Amazing. Okay. This was a dude, by the way. This was a dude. Oh, great. And they go, they get worse as they go. I did not edit this list. This is the list in order. Okay. Number one. What? This is an Australian skier. Okay. Get jacked and be 187 kilograms. <laughs> so those of you who are not from the yeah, UK. Yeah, what's, what's that? 191 pounds. That's a big boy. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. 187 kilograms? No, 87 kilograms oh, is 191. Okay. That makes more sense. I thought it was like uh, Fahrenheit wait and Celsius a where they did met I at say some point. Wrong? Oopsie, I've had vodka. Um, two, quit all nicotine. Yes. Yes. Yes, skier Australia You're never boy. gonna do it. Nicotine is a worm that's in your brain for your life. Three, have 25,000, I guess, Australian dollars in a bank account. Good goal. Okay. Good that's, goal. That's huge. That's Hard a lot to do of money. these days. A lot of money. I bet everybody on here is pretending they're on strike. We're all unemployed. <laughs> Number four. This is where it starts to turn. Okay. Have a motorcycle. <laughs> Not great. All right. Number five. Get good marks at university. Oh, he's nice. still, No, he's still in college. Who? Okay. Honestly. Not worth it. Don't go to school. Number six. Get better at fighting. <laughs> you know. You know. Because an adult man, you just fight all the time. You can't lose them all when you're skiing. This is an Australian list. Number seven of eight. Have three girls on the roster. Wrong Nobody podcast. likes that. Wrong podcast. No bar stools on bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And number eight, the most confusing one. Don't get a haircut for three months. <laughs> what? Oh my god, I love all of a sudden I just he's a he's compulsively he sucks, getting haircuts. He sucks so hard. What am I doing? I should be texting three women <laughs> who love my short hair and my muscles and my motorcycle. It, it does all lead to this idea of like an I can imagine him like an Australian concept of yeah. masculinity where it's like long hair, motorcycle, three ladies. 4.0 at university. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. 25,000 in the bank. I mean, he's obviously a young person, right? Yes. Like, that's the thing. So we are on his side of, like, yeah. you, some of these goals are, like, honestly really attainable, and then he just takes a turn for the door. I know. I'm trying to think what my goals would have been as, like, a 19-year-old 
It would have been like not get better at fighting. No, it would. (laughs) Who thinks about that? It would be like read more Proust and understand it. (laughs) Yeah, Vonnegut. A lot of Vonnegut. (laughs) Get into cocaine more. (laughs) That would be it. Those would be my two goals. The only comment in here, so the article goes on and on and on, because this is what news is now. But the the funniest comment was somebody said, number nine, zip your phone pocket so you don't lose your phone. Which is a great comment. That's what I'm serious. That's in there. Somebody put that on the news article. (laughs) Like, hey, don't be a fucking loser. It is weird that it's its home screen. That is really funny. Okay. Speaking of. Yes. Lost items. I love it. Okay. So Please. I go to this 4th of July party in 2021, which coming out of the Great Quar was okay. really weird. Some yeah. of us were ready to get into it. Florida was never out of it. And yeah. everybody else was like, okay, this is weird. So the sun was setting, and I, I go out on this long deck. I'm in South Carolina. And um, there's this, uh, excuse me, dock. And it's just so long. And I'm like, oh, the sun's going to set. And I was like, drew in shots. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to have a moment. And so I walk out to watch the sunset. This is in uh, Charleston? Yeah. Okay. And so I walk out this really long dock, and I can see one dude sitting out there, and I don't know who it is. Yeah. But I'm like, whatever. I can talk to one dude. I do it all yeah. the time. Uh, His name is Jay. There's a green light across the bay. <laughs> and he's fucking my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> she deserves it. This is the only... All right. I can't believe we did that, but I, I am it. shocked we both finished a book. We did. <laughs> so when I get out there, and it's really long, Doc. I mean, I'm talking like 200 yards. Seriously. Like, it's so long, you go over these marsh flats, these salt flats. And I get out there, and there's a dude's head to the back of me, and I'm like, well, I'll just be like, hey, man, you like sunsets too? Or whatever. <laughs> And but you re- grab his hand first before you ask. Yeah, I was a little yeah. bigger than him, so I'm like, well, smooch. <laughs> it's fine. It's the end of this year. It's America's birthday. It's so <laughs> I get out to this little sort of like dock hut thing where all the boats and kayaks and stuff are tied up. Uh-huh. And then I see two feet in the air. And as I round the corner, I see a bare woman's ass. She's wearing a thong, but her feet are in the air and her legs are in the air. And I went, oh, my God, this is a huge mistake. And so the woman looks at me and goes, oh, you can look at my ass. And then the guy turns at me. Wait, time out. I'm, yeah, so, I know. I'm so confused. I understand why. <laughs> me too. I thought you were saying she's underwater with her feet in the air. Where are her feet coming from? Okay. Okay. So there is like a sh- dock shed house oh, thing so at the end of it. she's laying down. She's on a wooden bench with her feet in the air, and she has a oh. skirt on, and it's up around her hips, and the dude is not... They're not having sex. Uh-huh. He's sitting about eight feet away from her. Eight like, feet away. Okay. Yeah. And, and so I walk around and I'm like, dude head, dude head, dude head, butt. And she's like, it's okay. You can look at it. And I'm like, oh my oh, God. And then the guy looks at me. He's like, what's up, man? And I'm like, oh, fuck. So you, there's eight, there's four dudes. How many dudes are out there? One dude, one babe, one Scotty. Okay, great. So I've stepped into it, and oh, I go, no. oh, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I was just looking at the sunset, and the guy's like, it's cool. You can sit down. And the dude is an actor that used to be a very big actor, and I'm actually not going to say his name and have Katie uh, bleep let's it. Let's assume it's John Hamm. It's... I don't think, I don't think it is. It's, it's... I just would like to assume. I think every woman would like to assume it was John Hamm. So John Hamm and I are out there, 
<laughs> and so this woman hops up, and I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. I was just going to look at the sunset. My bad. And they're like, oh, how do you know so-and-so? Blah, blah, blah. And we're talking. And then this woman stands up. And, and this she, is at a famous person's house, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, she has her glasses on her forehead like this, and she sits up after I see her butt in a thong. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know you. And he's like, hey, man, it's cool. And then she walks over to the dock, and she looks in, and her sunglasses just do that. No. And she goes, babe, my Valentino's. Those so, are expensive sunglasses. I well, bet. I would later find this out. Okay. So sunglasses fall into a bay and I'm like okay this is getting weirder by the second yep. and the dude says like what just happened she goes my, my my Valentino's just fell in the water and he goes what where and suddenly I'm in a couple fight oh no and he goes where and I'm like oh shit and she's like right here right here <laughs> they're $900 what yeah I didn't know sunglasses went that high <laughs> I'm middle class from Maryland. Didn't what? know. They're, what do they do? I got these at a gas station. Oops. <laughs> so no. he goes, babe, where? Babe, where? Where? And she goes, right here. And he looks at me, and I, in retrospect, you know, four years later or three years later, I go, oh, I should have just said, okay, sunglasses lost. I go, you can probably paddle out there and find them. And this guy goes, yeah? And I go, yeah. So he gets in a canoe. Wait, wait, wait. How far? I'm so sorry. I thought she was on a dock. Wouldn't, was, it, be straight, yeah. wouldn't straight it be down. straight down? Straight down. Wouldn't it just jump in and go get him? Well, a real man would. <laughs> Not John Ham. <laughs> Not Don Draper. And it would be really weird. You would get in a fight if you jumped in and got that. Also, all of this happens within 30 seconds of, of you me walking joining out, Of you walking out. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like... Okay, right, so, right. so it's Tyler Perry and Taylor Swift <laughs> are hanging out. Boy, if those two had a sex tape, <laughs> fuck. Beyond earthquake. It would just be like <laughs> beyond Steve earthquake. Perry be like, I'm hurt, I am hurt myself. So the guy's looking at me I mean, and Tyler he goes, "How <laughs> Tyler <laughs> The richest man in Hollywood, Tyler Perry? Steve Perry? Who did I say? You said Tyler Perry. <laughs> I meant to say the guy from the Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger. <laughs> Mick <laughs> Mick Jagger, who turned 80 years old last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's all right. So is uh, this guy, and she was too. And so... He goes, how deep do you think it is? I've never been on this dock in my entire life. I go, eight feet. <laughs> I would assume eight feet, 100%. Off a dock? Off a dock, 100%, eight feet. it's eight feet. Eight feet. If you're not surface diving, let's see a pencil. We don't yeah, want yeah, broken yeah. necks, guys. Because they want, they want, they, uh, we all know why it's eight We feet. know why. So this motherfucker, <laughs> a real actor, maybe John Hamm, maybe Mick Jagger, <laughs> maybe Tyler Perry. <laughs> The big three of we got, if you if you made that triangle of actors, people, everyone fits in the middle of it. We've got all of them. All right. We do. So he gets in a uh, sea kayak with a crab net and starts paddling with a net. With a crab net. And I'm standing with his girlfriend who I later found out was an influencer. No judgment. No judgment. But it she was Miranda sucked. Sings. It was Miranda Sings. Whoa. Controversial. <laughs> She's never been on bananas. Okay. 
So he paddles over and he starts scooping mud and scooping mud to Scoop. find these. Oh, and I'm just sitting there, there trying to watch the sunset. I'm trying to be like a fly <sighs> on the wall. And she's like, babe, over there. Babe, over there. He's like, I'm trying. And she's like, babe, over there. And he's like, babe, I'm trying. And they start yelling at each other. And then I'm watching like a celebrity couple fight. And I could have walked away. But it was so long. I'm telling you, uh. 200 yards. So it have been like, all right, losers, smell you later. So eventually, so okay. Uh, please ask. No, 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 no. So Sarah Ethan Hawke and Juliette Lewis Thank are having you. this fight. Nailed it. Uh, George Wentz, going. yeah, <laughs> and uh, Nora the Dora the Explorer. They were out there. So he goes, "Fuck this shit!" <laughs> and he looks at me. He's so mad, and he paddles away with a net. He doesn't he even know. He paddles an away. Well, he goes back around. He's like not looking for these glasses uh. anymore. Oh, so he had to like go get a kayak he, and then come all back the way around. And I'm like, so why the fuck do? wouldn't you, you just jump in? I don't understand that. Okay, I, I don't either. Yeah, he's not a real dude. <laughs> and then he goes, "Fuck this shit!" And he paddles away. And she just turns to me and goes. Second time this week. <laughs> and this John Ham, not John Ham actor, was like, she's lost two fucking pairs of glasses in the bay this week. In this, the bay? She just likes looking over at the water <laughs> and not using her nose. <laughs> she rips. Anyways, it's not John Ham, but it was. Um, oh. He's in a song that Leonard Skinner sings a song about that became a movie. So you could figure it out from there, I think. I think you could figure it out from there. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I know. It was a nightmare. Oh, God. That's so good. Anyways, buy cheap sunglasses. Look, still intact. Yep. Should we? Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this story and then we will. Holy smokes! Okay. okay. Uh, here it is. Are you guys ready for this one? Second time this uh, week. Here it comes. BC couple launching hunger strike to protest pickleball noise. Give me uh, a freaking break. Th- this was in the Surrey Now leader. I mean, Surrey. That's, who's from Canada? That's got to be a Canadian way Surrey's to say Surrey's rough. Surrey is a heroin is, is place hard? to be. Yeah. Hardcore? I just wonder about the now leader. That's the weird part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was written by Eric Welsh, Ooh. who a lot of people have said is the... Thank you. A chili whack couple. Mm. Thank you. Okay. Fed okay. up with the noise from a neighboring pickleball court are going next level in their protest. Starting Sunday, July 23rd, they said they're staging a hunger strike that will continue until the city of Chilliwack decommissions the courts at Kinsman Park on Portage Avenue. Quote, as staunch followers of Mahatma Gandhi, we have decided to follow the path shown by him to deal with systemic injustice. We would prefer death over continuing to live the life of second-class citizens that we have been reduced to due to the callous and discriminatory <laughs> attitude of the city. What? <laughs> Read more. The Downs bought a home on Woodbine Street in 2017 at the time. There were no pickleball courts because no one had heard of it, and they considered it a plus to hear the sounds of the adjacent park. 
Quote, I grew creative. I drew creative activity from activities going on in the park, which included watching people play tennis. That's a creative energy. Very okay. strange. Nobody normal watches people play tennis. Children enjoying the slides and swings. <laughs> All right, pal. You know, 50-50. We can go either way. People taking a stroll or walking their dogs and youths enjoying late night parties. All right. I got weird. Looking at dogs is fine. We all like dogs. None of the sounds from such activities bothered us. It became a part of our our soundscape, especially during summers when most of the windows of our home are kept open because they don't have air conditioning because it's... Canada. This is insane. This story's insane. When the pickleball courts were added in 2019 and resurfaced in 2021, the sound of plastic balls hitting plastic paddles became unbearable. Who plays pickleball? Raise a hand. Who's played it? Who's played it one One, time? One time. Two, three, four, five. Okay, this is not that many. The minority, I would say. 14 out of 130. Other, uh, other municipi- municipalities will have dealt with the pickleball problem. In Port Moody, everybody knows Port Moody. We love Port Moody. Any court within 350 feet of residential properties usually requires noise abatement. Yes, Queen. We're sensitive to these types of sounds. Oh, here's this is this is a an S N W acoustics report submitted by Port Moody City Council wow. 21. We are wow. sensitive to these types of sounds because wow. they alert us to events occurring nearby that we may need to respond to. Continuous false alarms such as the popping sound created by pickleball paddles impacts make it difficult to relax, concentrate, or sleep soundly. Is this soundly. true, though? Is it is, loud? Is pickleball sounding insane? It's so quiet. It's just like, da, da. Right? Pap. It's like badminton? It's firing at a badminton level. So it's not like um, uh, like racquetball? Are you serious? What about racquetball? Not like racquetball. Quieter. All right. According to everybody here, it's a bunch of kittens playing it. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Uh, he's mad, he's mad, he's mad, he's mad, he's mad. It's quieter than tennis. Uh, <laughs> uh, they go until... It's cool that tennis players PM. didn't groan or grunt until Monica Seles, and now they all do. It's amazing that tennis used to be so quiet, and then Monica Seles, who got stabbed by a weirdo while playing tennis, yeah. murder bananas probably know it, <laughs> But it's like now everybody, like when you hear tennis now, everybody's like, like a serve is like, and then like Djokovic does it again. Um, So I want to, so the first time I ever uh, experienced pickleball. You did pickleball? I, the first time I had ever heard about it. Without (laughs) me? Please, always. This was maybe, I don't know, 26 or something. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife and I uh, used to uh, have a podcast called Wedlock on Audible, and yet Woo! you can still hear it. Woo! It's still out there. Woo! And um, we went to a nudist uh, resort. True pickleball, real and it pickleball. Was like Pickle and plums. 48 degrees. Plum ball. Very cold. And they love pickleball. At nudist resort. It was hot back then. That was cutting edge it was, pickleball. There was old people playing pickleball, uh, and we were nude, and they were not. 
But they told you they were going to be nude. It's a nudist resort. Sure. But be, at a certain temperature, the, the nudists are like, we're keeping our clothes on, assholes. Uh, but we were recording a podcast going to a nudist resort, so we're like, well, we have to be naked. Sure, of course. Um, anyway, I feel like it wouldn't be right to, to discuss this by myself, so I think it's time to bring out well, our I think we guest bring her for out. the evening. Yes, let's get a Lauren chant going, maybe. Please put your hands together for my wife, the star of Bananas After Dark. Please put your hands together for the wonderful Lauren Cook! <laughs> We love her. We love her. Let's give her a Lauren. Ready? Lauren. 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 I'll try it. Welcome back, Lauren. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I feel like in the strike, you could have gotten someone really famous here. No. John Hanks. We don't want <laughs> too busy kayaking around with a crap net. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. We could have gotten Chet Hanks, but we prefer you. Oh, I love that guy. I this can't is a, wait. You're an all star for true bananas. Yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers. everyone. Cheers. <laughs> okay, so you guys are playing nude pickleball, but, but we, everybody else has clothing on. The yeah. one funny thing is that we are the only people who are nude, but we have mics on. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you strap the pack? Because Where does just the battery pack, pack go? Across your belly, and it's like a nude-colored strap. Normal, typical, yeah. fun. <laughs> that was the funniest part about it. Uh, was I pregnant? No, you were not pregnant. Not yet. When we went to the... <laughs> right after that match? Right on that pickleball court. You know what court. I'm saying. That's where... Right? No, but yeah, right after... No. Right, no, right after Olive was born, we did go to uh, a oh, sex this, club. That's what I thought. Yes. yes. Okay. And you had just had Olive. Normal. It was like three months stuff. later. <laughs> so this was for the podcast. Audible pays well, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. This was. No, I mean, it didn't last long, but we. <laughs> it was yeah, embraced it, was, it. And this this episode never came out, so I don't think anybody has ever heard this story at all. Okay. This episode was just live. We never recorded. We never released it. Hell yeah! Dog. Oh shit, that's funny. So there is out there audio. Anyway, I'll explain. <laughs> we'll explain. We went to this place called. Sanctuary LAX. Wait, you're switching gears. You're yeah, leaving yeah, yeah. pickleball. Right, right, because I was just thinking about that. Yeah, well, we were seeing the pickleball. Okay, do you remember? Were we nude when we were talking to the pickleball people? <laughs> yes. We were. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay. It was so cold. It was freezing It was cold. like 48 degrees. We went to Phoenix specifically to be hot. Yeah. And Is it, it hard eye contact? Do the people at their place, are you just making direct. hard eye contact the they, whole time? They only do direct Maybe eye contact. Maybe this is the contact. future, guys. It's getting hotter. <laughs> but we were just like, every question was like, but it's about fucking right. <laughs> and they were like, it's not. It's honestly not. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. were like, look around. The and guy we're who like, had... oh, it's not about fucking right. It's gotta be. <laughs> but I still think, they have so many like late nights the at The dude bars. with like every piercing. And we're yeah. like, mm, yeah, but... Mom, it's about tell us the real it. thing. I feel like I still do feel like it's about fucking. I feel like fifty. Per, I think like I feel like it's like the furry uh, uh, community where there's like the daytime. Furries. We support them. We support, we support them. all of this. Daytime, get, furry, get weird as you want. Get as weird as you could possibly. But get. just I mean, so I have been on their mailing list ever since. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I Good it's postcards. one of the brightest parts of my month when I get their, their <laughs> listserv, and it's like it's uh, a lot of DJ parties. Yeah. Um, and you just, and there's like movie viewings or whatever. Um, 
nude and you just imagine well that's sounds fun so that sounds, sounds fun. Sounds fine also we were there for maybe what eight hours and we were like we would come back <laughs> <laughs> it's just very fun. and the one thing that they said was that they liked about it was that you don't know what people's social status is oh, that's true it's because like wearing a uniform in private school where you're like are you rich or you poor it doesn't matter we're all wearing the same exactly romper yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you're just wearing nothing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. where that's you're just sweet. like are you a are you like a surgeon or are you a mechanic we don't know it it takes away the status it yeah, takes yeah, away yeah. yeah but we did this thing where one of the episodes for this podcast, we yes. went to this place called Sanctuary LAX. <laughs> uh, I mean, what? What yes. is near LAX that's a sanctuary? It, no, it is like Chipotle? a... Do- it's a dominatrix, uh, like, uh, For sex jet club. setters, yeah. yeah. For jet setters. So it was like CEOs would be, like, flying out You're of LAX. Kidding. No. CEOs would be flying out of LAX, and then they would, like, stop here, and then... Get their asses kicked. Yeah, that's what like, it was all about. Yeah. And yeah. Then yeah. Cool. And again, we're there with a producer and a camera person and an audio recorder, and we're like M- fully mic'd, fully mic'd and nude. <laughs> oh, they're nude at Sanctuary LAX. Sanctuary LAX is a sex club. Wait, what? Is really happening? good question, Scotty. Yes. Really good question. Yes. Why were we nude? <laughs> good oh no. Yeah, go ahead, tell them. I don't know. Oh well, they were. <laughs> I had just had a baby. We were very sleep deprived. I yeah. don't remember this very well at all. This oh, I do. Re- I remember. <laughs> we like walked in and we like interviewed one of the dominatrixes there. She was, and it was she like was the middle great. of the day, so nobody was there other than the woman who worked. <laughs> she came to be interviewed, and we interviewed her. She's like, "Can I give you a tour of like the of sanctuary?" She LAX? was great. She was great. And we're like, "Yeah, sure." And she's like showing us like this and this room and this room. And weirdly, like we were like, "This is all like improv, right?" Like everybody's like, "Yeah, this is a scene." Like if you want to be in terror. Like here's an here's like a lamp like swinging like it's like a Gestapo kind of like interrogation situation. I was like, oh, this is all just like this funny, is improv. Ha-ha. This but is then improv. somebody comes. Is yeah. that what it is? And then somebody comes and they get on their plane and fly back to Ohio. Yes. Like thank you, I'm guilty. Back to Columbus. <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> And then, and then she was like, okay, well, we're going to like show you how like whipping works. Because this is all for the podcast. Yes. Again, so it's like the audio of whipping would be good for the podcast. And, <laughs> oh, and that she's like, okay. So it's like, well, what do you, how do you, like, like, I don't know how comfortable you are with doing this. And Lauren was like, yeah, I'm not. And I was like, I'm naked. <laughs> yeah, I had a baby one month ago. <laughs> Uh, and I do think I was naked for like a, a like a, a part a long part. You of were it. long, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I but. wasn't. <laughs> my clothes on. Now I remember. So I do remember looking kicked? over and being. Like, Everyone oh, is you so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> well, everybody wants to know what happened to you, right? <laughs> there was one part where you like it was like they I was strapped to an X. Awesome. Awesome. That's what we wanted. <laughs> was it on right? fire? Yeah. I was strapped to an ex and she was electrocuting me. Yeah. Yes! We, we were uh, blindfolded. Cool. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah. couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, this is something. And I was like, ow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I am not turned on by being shocked or hurt in any way. Uh, and the whole time it was just me being like, no, 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 no. Oh, God. No, no. 
It was not arousing in any way, shape, or form. They could not have picked a couple like less made for less this. Less into this. We were so, and yeah, I, I was like leaking I breast milk. I disagree. And I was like <laughs> fully clothed, just like, please don't touch me. Please, I prefer <laughs> nobody touch me. Um, <laughs> I totally Girl disagree. Naked. <laughs> I think you guys are the perfect couple for this because it's like, we're willing to try some stuff. Hey. And they're like, try everything. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, was it fun? Did you learn any lessons? Did you make any new friends? Um, I don't think I'd go back. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't go back. It was, And also, like, she was like, uh, the main questions we kept asking were like, well, what's the cleanup like? Yes, no, you just imagine that blacklight situation. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like, the cleanup was, she like showed us the chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> that they would use, and it's the same chemicals you use to clean up a crime a scene. A dead body, yeah. <laughs> not dissimilar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that different. <laughs> and we fully uh, support sex clubs, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. We just happened to go to one that didn't feel completely... Uh, yeah. Yeah. The one by the airport. You happen to go yeah. to the one I by Happenburg. Like, yeah, right at the, the airport. Choice. So it's La Quinta Inn and then Sanctuary <laughs> LAX. Also, it's just so funny to get that out before you go on the plane. Like, I'm just like, does the parking spot have a spot for me? And then there are, I don't know, 30,000 people. They're like, boy, can I get naked and shocked before I get back on the flight? And also, and good have, like, for that. A little theatrical. I mean, they put on a costume. That was the funniest part to know about it. Really? Just real quick, I'm going to play make believe, have some penetration. And hop back on the plane. That's what Los Angeles is for. That's that why is, we're here. That is the definition of Los Angeles. We, yeah, we all get penetrated in our own ways. Some of us by exactly. the industry, some of us by the industry. <laughs> Should we do Bananas Confessions, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can somebody run out Can to the run foyer? out and get the confessions for us? We but, already did some confessions, I feel like, Yeah, up we here. have, we, we have. But that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. Thank okay, you. Okay, so it's good out there. Um, in the meantime. So, okay. Oh, there it oh, is, Katie. Katie Give Levine. it up for Katie, Katie. Levine. Ah, the greatest. Producer the great- extraordinaire. Rip it open. Just rip it. I bought it at Staples. Oh, wow. It is fun. Oh, you dirty dogs. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Also, thank you. Who likes the new bonus notes with the advice? Yeah, I think we're we're really into it too. We did one yesterday, and I think it's gonna. Please you jump in. Find your best. Find the one you want to do. Oh boy. Okay. Oh my God! Here it is. My coworker and I confessed our secret relationship at the last splitty in the city. Oh, uh oh, oh, you too, you dirty dog. We've now been together a year and three months, and our boss still does not know we are dating. Yes. 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 That's Your boss a good one. Never needs to know. Spice it up. Also, say to your boss directly. I'm looking at you two. Is it you two? Okay. <laughs> you guys cheered so loud. I was I, like, I did. I thought it was you two. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Well, taking the heat off you. Fire's coming off you. Heat's coming off. They're siblings. They're siblings. Heat's coming off. Heat's coming off. Sorry, heat's coming off. 
if you are those freaks, <laughs> tell your boss, like, I'm definitely not fucking Debbie. And you go, put it in their face. I swab my boss's water bottle for spit in case I need to a place a curse on him. I need to place a curse on him. Good. Absolved. Fine. Also, first couple. Absolved. Your boss doesn't know you're fucking. Nobody needs to know you're fucking. <laughs> Ever. I got one. Um, I got one. And last year's 1K, I brought a guy who didn't know bananas and made him dress up and then dumped him right after. <laughs> I did the same thing this year with a new guy. Good luck! <laughs> there are so many guys. There are so many guys. Poor guy, poor guy. Dump he was committed. Every guy. He was into there it. are like five billion guys. Dump them all. They suck. Everybody's like, oh, it's hard to meet a guy. No, I'm like, there's five billion guys. Just rip through them. <laughs> Fuck those dudes. Okay, I have one. Please. In yes, college, Lord. I sideswiped someone's car. Fine. I left a note, but I wrote it intentionally with super bad handwriting so they couldn't contact me. <laughs> Smart. Smart. I left a note because I saw people saw me run into the car. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect crime. Perfect crime. You're fine. You're absolved. You are absolved. Never think about it again. Also, I hope you signed like Mickey Mouse or whatever. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Who Scott, we got you one? got one? Yeah, we can okay. do it. I have a crush <laughs> on my coworker, but he doesn't realize I'm just looking from so, for some post-divorce safe dick. Oh, get it, girl, get it. Again. Wait, what if it's a crush? Hold on. If it's a crush. I actually like getting dick pics. Thank you. <laughs> Is that a woman's handwriting? She, her. Probably right. the same person. <laughs> they, wait, she actually said she, her? <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Who cares? You oh, own a phone. Well, you can I control it. They're not, yeah, if they're mailing them to you, sell was, them. I was too scared to bring drugs through TSA until hearing multiple success stories on bananas. For, correct. <laughs> okay, during <laughs> Fraser Week. <laughs> Frasier Community Week 2, Las Vegas, we went to Benihana, and we were all just like Frasier characters, and, uh, and somebody was on the podcast who, whose name rhymes with Ballas and Beald, uh, asked me to put Molly in my suit jacket, because I was Frasier, and I went through two airports with <gasps> 10 Molly pills. Whoa, Ooh. in your pocket? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's there, as long as it's not metal. They looked at Dr. Fraser Crane and said, it's fine. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is a nice, good handwriting on this one, and I, I haven't read it, so we're just going to go with it. My dearest banana boys, and I'm going to add Lauren. Okay, I Thanks. used to make spacesuits. Good start. Sometimes we got inside to test the microphones. <laughs> the, I farted in one. <laughs> Yes. He used to make spacesuits? I used to make spacesuits. What? Because I am not an astronaut, but I wanted to leave my mark in space. <laughs> and you did. This is. This Hold is on. huge, actually. That's, really good. This That's is amazing. Space First off, there's a person here 
who Who's... makes spacesuits. Thank you. <laughs> Way beyond our intelligence. Please absolve me. The suit and its astronaut made it home safely last year, if that helps. Wow. Sorry, NASA. <laughs> absolve. You have a space fart? If you don't want to announce yourself, that's okay, but I would like to I would like to shake give you your love. hand. Wave a hand. If she's here. What? Yes! Yeah! I can't see exactly who it is. You're a hero. Do you work at JPL? Okay, we can't you, nope, you can't that's talk. Fair, that's, fair, that's fair. That's fair. It's, uh, well, we got another very accomplished banana animal. Amy I think. Schumer. Uh, <laughs> I once made my plane circle the airport because I had diarrhea. <laughs> Wait, how do you do that? Okay, that must mean this is a pilot. Yeah. Right? No, you're not a pilot. <laughs> Just a regular person with diarrhea. <laughs> I got one that says, banana saved my life. Yeah! We're not going right. anywhere I at least got to... for 14 months. So we're be- we got a contract, <laughs> y'all. I don't know what everyone else is doing here, but I just wanted to dress like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to do this one because I bet you it'll feel really cool to hear it out loud. I think I'm gay and no one knows. Tonight would be the night to come on out. Hopefully that encourages you to okay, let let's somebody do, know, my friend. Let's let somebody longest know. Bananas. Oh, yeah, longest bananas time. We have four longest banana. Who came the furthest to listen to this show? Okay, so I know what, where'd you come we from? We have a Cali. We got a Kansas City. We have City. a Kansas City. What, what? Kansas City? And you do not know each other. No, that's amazing. Kill each other. <laughs> Arm wrestle. Wait. What's that? London? L- Callie's going to win one. She came L- from London. London. That's one. That's, nice. I think, the winner. Here's what. But we got, we got more. Straight from the big smoke. Is that what it's called? <laughs> London town. <laughs> the chatterbox town. Endeavor. Uh, well, anybody else? Chicago. Chicago is far. Okay, Chicago and Austin. Which is farther? Chicago. <laughs> They're Chicago. I think far. Chicago is farther. We'll give it Chicago. We'll Chicago, give it Chicago, give it up. What's your name? Emily from Chicago. This seems. This is worth literally one Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. easy. Show the easy okay. shirt. Yes. Do so you guys okay. remember we yes. made a mascot for New York We're City? We're gonna do. That's Yeasty, the mascot for New York City. That's we're the mediumist in the biz. We're going to do all three in our own way. This is worth it. That's like two Ethereum, honestly. Yeah. That's like two and, Ethereum? And what oh. size do you wear, young lady? Uh, give, give me a guesstimate, and I hope it's a medium. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> Thank you. That's so far. Kansas City, what a great place. The city of fountains, some say. Okay, give me a story. Mm. Oregon mom. Any Oregonites? Yeah. That's amazing. There's a couple. Oh, our Portland shows are banging. Those are fun. 
Oregon mom breaks world record for largest bro- breast milk donation to help others. It was you. This was on KXN, written by... Oh, this was sent in. I have no idea who sent this. Let me find out. Because uh, Mr. No Shoulders. Okay, thank you, Mr. No Shoulders. <laughs> Mr. No Shoulders. This is written by three people. <laughs> on KXAN, which is obviously huge there. Michaela Bourgeois. No. I swear to God. Let me see. Emily it is Burris and Ken Body. <laughs> Michaela Bourgeois, Ken Potty. And Emily Burris, who are... Uh, just really let it rip. I the, feel like if you're last... Na- I mean, are they? If your name is Bourgeois, you gotta change Michaela it. Bourgeois. <laughs> Ken Body. Uh, body I like. I would keep Body. Yeah, Emily Burris snuck in there. She's like, she's I'll fine. just with you she's, two. She's, yeah. Well, uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, an Oregon mother who recently broke the Guinness Book of World Record record for largest breast milk donation is being hailed as a hero for helping hundreds of families around the world. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody goes, is it beer? Is it coffee? What's the most popular drink? It's breast milk. (laughs) Grow up, fucking losers. (laughs) Unsurprisingly, hyphenated last name. (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth Anderson Sierra of Aloha. Where's that, y'all? Aloha? Aloha. Pretty close? Okay, cool. It's pretty close to uh, outside Portland we were here. Okay. Said she never expected to break the record, noting, quote, it used to be kind of a running joke, but then I went through it, and here it is. So she breastfed for... What's the record? The record is... It started in 2014. Okay. Or awesome. It's both. It's both. That's the thing. It's both at the same time. You can feel both things. We can have that duplicity. (laughs) So Anderson Sierra, with a hyphenate in there, has a rare medical condition called hyperlactation syndrome. Okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, no. For nine years, she had to be constantly pumping. But also, and not to be weird, but the most Portland of things to it have. It is. Yes. It's a, you're in, <laughs> you chose the right city, Elizabeth. There's now like a coffee drink you're, with breast milk. <laughs> yes. This is the right place to be. Mm-hmm. If you're in Corpus Christi, run for your life. <laughs> Portland's where it's at. Uh, Anderson, Sil- Anderson Sierra says it's a rare medical condition, hyperlactation syndrome, which she explains causes her body to produce a surplus of milk, producing breast milk for nine years, averaging ba 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 200 ounces a day. Oh my God. Have you ever drank a 40? Have you ever drank five <laughs> 40s? Have you ever drank five 40s of milk in one day? Oh my God. You liar. Wow. Even if you're in Pike, you have not done that. It started in 2014. I wasn't sure what was going on at first, and my medical team did a lot of interesting tests. <laughs> of course. 
I mean, also, this woman is a true hero. By the way, she well, did the right say. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not dunking on old Elizabeth. Not at all. Anderson. In other yeah. cultures, we would have a statue yeah, for this not. person. Like, this is... Breast milk's really powerfully good shit. Yeah. Like, that's... that's it's just a little triggering to hear that <laughs> somebody would have to go through that day? for nine years. <laughs> nine years of 200 that's ounces a, a day. That's a lot of pumping, man. That's a cow life. Anybody have their phone out? Do, na- do 365 <laughs> times nine times 200 for me. But also, I would say like average would be uh, per day at like the height would be like probably like 20. 25 ounces? I don't, I mean, I think it's funny that you're going out on the limb with the number because I. You know exactly what it is. So this is per. Wait, what is that number? So 3,360 ounces. Okay. Now, wait, in total? That must be low. That seems low. But divide that by 16, though. 657,000 ounces of breast milk. And then divided by 16, what's the, what's the gallons? Nope, that's not right. I'm Eight. also curious how many children she had. Is a gallon? No. I'm, One, I have a couple questions. Ounces. You're doing great. Divided by 128. 5,132 gallons. Oh my God. That's so much. So for the people out there who have, I don't know, piranha fish tanks, you could have more than one, is what I'm saying. (laughs) She she added, my body does whatever it takes to make the most amount of breast milk. It's very taxing, and so any pumping and nursing problems a mom can experience, my body body also experiences those things. But it's elevated. It's heightened. It could be the first medical emergency, but much, much, much quicker. Okay. Oh, I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie! Let's get drunk and talk about breast milk. Let's do it. I can go to the park. <laughs> I can go to the zoo. I can go to the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry. I can do anything, but I was actually comparing the beginning of my journey. It was easier than to now. Also, somebody's calling me, which is so funny. My phone is ringing <laughs> my body. It's like, it's Elizabeth Anderson Sierra being like, shut the fuck <laughs> up, duh. Anyway, she ended up breaking the world record with 1,600 liters of donated breast milk. Give her a round of applause. That is banana of the week. That's a lot. That's a lot of hard work. Nine years. And to her credit, she doesn't care about sharing her story or breaking the record. It kind of encourages others to look into donor milk. And if you have a surplus, there's plenty you can share. There you go. So she's a good person. She's a wonderful person. Banana of the week. Let's mail her a T-shirt. Wow. At nine, <laughs> nine years? Nine, nine years? years. But I, I'm just curious, did she have multiple children? Because you, you would imagine that would keep the hormones flowing and you'd be able to... I don't think she, so. She, she had one kid one and then nine child. years. I think she had a syndrome, yeah. I think it just kept going for nine years. Holy moly. Wow. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. That's not in your yearbook superlative. <laughs> Most likely to produce milk. Uh, Scotty. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, uh, okay. there's no secrets. Here I breastfed go. until I was three. He used to say five. When I look met him, at he me. was. I you thought would it say was five. five a lot. L- look at me and Six know that four. is true. Six foot four, 
Never get sick. Literally never get sick. Yeah, but that was some Game of Thrones shit. All right? I have a specific memory of breastfeeding and watching Phil Donahue and asking my mom to change a channel because I was bored. Four years old. That's what we're talking about. You know how to be... My mom had specific and good reasons for doing it for that long. (laughs) But it was very weird. When I can wear a suit and breastfeed, it's weird. Uh Uh-huh. And I had. I do remember wearing a suit and breastfeeding. You had a little baby suit. A little baby suit. You had a three-year-old suit. I had to go to a funeral. So cute. He had a lot of suits. Had a funeral. <laughs> I think I always think about I should just start wearing suits all the time. Anyway, <laughs> that's not, that's nothing to do with breastfeeding. Well, speaking of unexpected meals, uh-huh. Uh-huh. we can dive into it. <laughs> I was at the beach one day, and I'm swimming in the ocean. I'm having a nice time, as I do sometimes. I don't know. It's hot out. And my friends were like, hey, we're going to the sushi spot. I'm like, cool, I'll come join you. And it was six friends, and I was the seventh friend, which is always a cool place to be in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I go to this spot, and I'm wearing a swimsuit. Is this, in, is this in L.A. or New York? Well, you know, it is and it isn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's cool. And so I go to this restaurant, and they're all at a six top. It's a high, like a high top. Everybody's on stools, and I sit the seventh on the end. And we're drinking, we're having fun. And the dude that was our server was this nice guy that knew one of the people that we had like hung out with a week earlier. So he's like, come into our spot, we'll hook you up. So while we're sitting there eating sushi, again, everybody, it's like all couples and me. And I'm like, here we go. And the guy that we kind of knew, the server, the waiter, leans over midway through the course, and I'm wearing a swimsuit, which is pretty short, and I have like... Um, my wallet and keys and my phone in my pocket. And like even my phone in my pocket now is like hanging out in kind of a weird way. Yeah. And so this young, gentle person who is like 23, 24 leans against me and my phone is sticking out and drags against his thigh the entire way. Oh, no. So I, you know, we're having some bevs. We're hanging out. I, and I just say, not my cock, just my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know how that rolls off that time. And we're just like real casual. Yeah, my cock, just my phone. So I noticed that all my dude friends, wives, and partners, and girlfriends all start looking at each other like, "What the fuck?" And we were eating and drinking and having fun. Like the guys just serving us course after course, and it's fun. And you know the thing when you walk into sushi restaurants and the chefs yell like "Welcome," they yell whatever that phrase is. Yeah. I don't speak Japanese, but they basically yell a thing. This place was like, "Ah!" And I'm like, "Okay, here we go. We're gonna have a great <laughs> night." So everybody's talking to each other across the table, and I feel like a turd. I'm sitting there like, "What is going on?" And they're like, "What the fuck did you just say to that guy?" And I go, what do you mean? And they go, did you just say suck my cock, call my phone? Oh, no! And I go, what? And they go, it sounded like you just said to that man, suck my cock, call my phone. (laughs) Like, (laughs) two weird sentences (laughs) that I've never said together. And I go, no, I didn't. They go, yes, you did. I go, I swear to God, I didn't say suck my cock, call my phone. So I like wave the guy over. They're like, don't, don't, don't. I'm like, no, this is weird. And I go, what did I say to you? He goes, it's not your phone, it's your cock. And I go, no, no, no. I go, what did I say? He goes, it's not your 
phone. It's not my cock. It's your phone. And I go, see? And everybody starts laughing. And I'm like, they thought I said this. And the the guy's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, and I go, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't say that shit to him. But it was weird because my phone did totally drag inside, like whapped between his <laughs> server legs. So then everybody forgives me. And again, I'm okay to be at the table with everybody. And it's so cool. We're eating sushi. We're having hanging out. Everything and the manager's like, ha, ha, ha. And we all leave. And then when we were leaving, the two sushi chefs making sushi go, suck my cock, not call my phone. <laughs> and I was like, I think I influenced the whole restaurant. <laughs> suck my cock, call my phone. <laughs> what a command. What a weird command. Suck my cock, call my phone. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just trying to sneak it under the radar. <laughs> we went back two weeks later. It's fine. It's sushi. He it's made sushi. friends. He, he made, made You really Call my phone. <laughs> That's how it works. It feels like, yeah, if you had said, call my phone, suck my cock, it'd be like you were lining it up. Yes. <laughs> suck my cock, call my phone. <laughs> suck my cock, call my phone. That's kind of like, let's <laughs> have so a relationship. good to walk out like, hey, cool. <laughs> I'll be back. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> you ready for another one? Oh, let's wrap it up tight. Let's it's wrap it up tight. Time. Like, well, it's already 5.30. I'm All ready right. to laugh. How? Here we go. It, this was sent in by Shannon on Instagram. Thank oh, you, Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. We really love her. And while we're saying Shannon, let's have everybody yell their first name one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> thank you for so being good. part stop. of Splitty in the being City funny. 2. We're going to have a three probably in February or March. Come yeah. on out. You guys fed 14,000 people. Uh, this was written by Ariella Ro- Rosen, mm. who a lot mm. of people say is the best in the biz. Hell yeah, she is. She's good. This is on untapped. This is on untapped New York. I'm mm-hmm. reading it four, five, six times a day. Mm-hmm. I'm checking in. I got a second phone just to follow what's <laughs> yeah. up with untapped New Sometimes York. Sometimes I just get a UNYC question mark, meaning have you read untapped New York City today? <laughs> yes. From Scotty. There is a preserved fish. Uh, there is a preserved fish buried in the New York City Marble Cemetery. Mm. A preserved fish, but mm. not the kind that has gills, swims in the oceans, preserved for dinner. This fish has a human banker. Thank you. Although he did spend a good portion of his life at sea, this is his tail, pun intended. I have no idea what you're about to talk about. <laughs> Neither do I. Not an idea. Not I a know you second best to thought. anyone on this stage, and I have no idea where this is going. Preserved fish was born in July 1766 <laughs> in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. <laughs> his name was Preserved Fish. His name is Preserved Fish to Isaac Fish and Ruth Grinnell. Okay. His great great grandfather, (laughs) Thomas Fish, Mm -hmm. settled in Portsmouth in 1643. So good. (laughs) Preserved was actually a relatively common name at the time. There we go. There we go. But they were fucking with him. His parents were fucking with him. Who's related to a preserved? Especially among Quakers, it meant preserved from sin Mm. and was pronounced with three. (laughs) 
Stick to oatmeal, you fucking butthole. pieces of shit. Fuck you. Uh, so, but it was pronounced with three syllables. Oh. Preserved. Preserved. <laughs> oh, preserved fish. Okay. Totally uh, different. Yeah. We laugh now. <laughs> but okay. if Benedict Cumberbatch's name was Preserved Fish, <laughs> we would say, boy, do we love that man. Uh, the, there was a folk story about him. He was mayor, by the way, of New York City. Uh, Preserved Fish got his usual New name. New York City? Nah, that's probably not true. Get but, a uh, Preserved Fish up. got his unusual name from a New Bedford uh-huh. fisherman who found him as an infant floating in the wreckage of a fit. boat. What? There is no truth to this story, but it became quite popular. Oh, okay. All right. Well, what now the we're fuck cooking? is going on untapped yeah, in New York? Now we're story. cooking. <laughs> An, an erratic man, preserved fish, never stayed in one place for very long. How do you know he was erratic and he wasn't just chased? And he tended to make impulsive decisions. Fuck you, Untapped New York. Yeah. You don't know it's like a caught Get fish. Up. Realizing that he can make money by selling whale oil than he could by hunting it. Fuck you. I mean, fish what? became a shipping merchant in New Bradford in 1810. He partnered with Cornelius Grinnell to... St- Started the firm Fish and Grinnell. Five years later, he set up a shop at South Street in Manhattan. A story in New York Tribune on August 28th, 1904, recounts a funny exchange between one of the men and Captain Fish's crew Prepare and a laugh. revenue it's officer. It's going to be funny. We're going to relate to New it. New York Harbor. What ship is that? The Flying Fish. Who's your captain? Preserved Fish. What's your cargo? Pickled Fish. The revenue officer, <laughs> thinking he was being mocked, boarded the ship first. and demanded to speak to the captain. The story was been reprinted many times since then in all manner of books and newspapers. Sadly, however, the story is but another folktale. Fuck you on tap, New York. <laughs> since the flying fish made its first run several years after Fish's death, he sold whale oil, not pickled fish. Fuck you! Why are you yeah, telling us that? We hate your guts. We hate your fishy guts. Also, great website. Read it. It's really nice. It might seem obvious that whale oil and pickled fish are two entirely different products, but this was not so in the 19th century. In fact, Maurice versus Judd, a New York City court case that was recently brought back to the public eye with the publication of Trying Leviathan in 2007. Oh, we've all read or seen or heard. We know about that. Yeah, we participated in that. We put our Oculus Rifts on and we got into it. Hinged on this very question in, tw- in 1818, Samuel Judd, a whale, oil merchant, a whale oil merchant, was brought to court for refusing to pay the tax on fish oil on the grounds that a whale was not a fish. Judd could only find one whaler to oh testify. My God. I have lost the court. thread. Oh my I God. have really lost the we thread. We should run back to Frogtown Brewery. Anyway, whole point is that he has buried, preserved fish is buried in New York City Marble Cemetery. Okay, we got to okay, go. Okay. Now, at the New York City Marble Cemetery, something else also happened <laughs> in 2002. Okay, Here we go. Here now we go. we're bringing her back. Which was the marriage of Changwin, who is half chicken, half Thank penguin. You. Thank you. And Chuv, who is half chicken, half dove. Beautiful. Beautiful. Still together. Changwin was my buddy Matt Murphy. He laid eggs out of his tail. He wore a nine-foot puppet costume. 
I was Chunk. My name, I was half chicken, half skunk. Normal. I was his half Normal. brother. I, I, was, I had a 10-foot tall puppet costume that I wore. In. It was made of chicken wire. It scratched me many times. <laughs> and I would shoot water out of my tail. Uh, and then, uh, so Changwin and Chuv were getting married. Chickson was there. He was half chicken, half Richard Nixon. Sure. This is... Sure. Have you, have you explained the scale of these? Uh, no, I have not. So we, bigger than this. We started Real doing big. this in like 1998 and did it till 2005. By the time Changwin and Chuv were getting married, it was probably our fourth event. We had probably 2,000 people. Yeah, it was huge. Y'all. It was, was pre-9-11 and yeah, they yeah, yeah, like yeah. shut down Houston Street? We shut down a lot of streets. It was pre-viral. So this was the first one, but this was the first one that was after 9-11. So this was in 2001. Remember that? And, uh, but, the, <laughs> but the first two were pre-9-11, and you could do whatever. In New York City, pre-9-11, you could literally you do, could whatever do whatever the, the fuck, fuck you, wanted. you wanted. It's really true. It didn't matter. And then post-9-11, so then we had this huge wedding. Like, Chubb <laughs> is getting married to Changwin. Ptolemy Slocum was marrying Funny them. Funny man. Changwin was the best man. Or uh, Chickson was the but best wait, man. But wait, 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 wait. Back up. Yeah. Well, how big are these things? Like, oh, yeah, they're like, they're, like, they're huge. They're, really they're giant. massive, huge uh, costumes, right? Yeah, how they're costumes that, them? like, are made out of chicken wire and then feathers. Uh, and it looks like a half chicken, half penguin, and it looks like a half chicken, half skunk. Um, but also like a like a like a cone. Yeah, uh, oh, very, uh, that's very right. big also like cone. a silo yeah. running down. Like a Seventh silo Avenue. running down the street. Correct. And we would show up and people would gather and then it would happen and then we would disappear into a, a, a cube truck and drive away and then everyone would just be left there and it was very confusing for everyone. Um, so it was about two thousand people. We did the thing. Can't wait. And then we like marched down into Tompkins Square Park. It used to be all drugs. Uh, <laughs> And uh, at some point, the cops, because it was post 9-11, got Changwin. So he was leading the parade. Changwin was all pure love. Half chicken, half penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pure love. Chunk's pure evil. So the, uh, Chunk had like an evil army with him. And Changwin had all these like beautiful dancers with mm. him, all dressed in white. Mm, mm, mm. And uh, so they're all dancing around him. And he's with his newlywed, Chuv. And Chunk had tried to break up the wedding. Uh, but he had failed. And he'd had his head knocked off. Uh, like, which is how Bert they would told fight. our kids this story, I'd be like, it's too much. <laughs> it, it's going to break their brains. It doesn't Stick make to one. sense. Stick to one idea. <laughs> you were changuing. So were there you ever was at one of these? I was the first time I partied with Kurt was at the last one of these. Yeah. Wow. And he looked right at me and he was so drunk, he looked right past me. <laughs> My hopes for Hollywood. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, I went to the last one. It was packed. It was really huge. It was a, a phenomenon. One. It was. And so so the cops came. They stopped the parade. There's 2,000 people heading down like 13th Street or something. Normal. We're about, we're, we're like, uh, we, all we have to do is go across the street to get into Thompson Square Park, and then we're done. We're in the, in the park. No, no more like blocking traffic. The cops stop. They grab Changwin because they understand he's leading <laughs> this like uh, thing of 2,000 people. And they bring him over to the side, and they just keep being like, get out of the costume. And Matt, who is like a pure artist in his deepest part of his heart, refused to talk to them. Because <laughs> he like was a like, Changwin doesn't He's talk. Like a, yeah. I'm not talking. And they're like, get oh. out of it. Get out of it. Get out of it. And they're like, just like trying to figure out like, and you can't see if He's there's ready a to go to jail. No, He's ready to go to jail. <laughs> 
And then 2,000 people say, start, start chanting, um, Donna Martin graduates. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they I'm start, so sorry. Fine with me. Love is not a crime. Love is not a crime. Love is not a crime. And then these two cops with 2,000 people screaming, love is not a crime. Oh, no. Get spooked <laughs> and like, leave. Yeah. They let him go? That's beautiful. Good to remember. And we like walk into the park and don't bother anybody for the rest of the night. Woo! What do we got? New York City, baby. New York okay, City so I have a similar story. Okay. Or, uh, it's, not, it's not similar, but it's yeah. uh, related because... At about this time, so right after 9-11, literally January after 9-11, mm-hmm. I transferred from UNC Chapel Hill mm. um, to Barnard, uh, which is a college uh, in New York. That's fine. Um, Gre- <laughs> Gre- Greta Gerwig went there. You might have heard of her. Okay. <laughs> Number one movie in America, so while it lasts. She was a little bit younger than me, but we were there together. So, uh, were you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never met her. Wish what? I did. <laughs> really wish I did. Um, anyway, me too. Honestly. So when I was at UNC Chapel Hill, um, yeah. great school, great people. Anybody who's affiliated, probably awesome. But I um, rushed. So if anybody watched the documentary um, Bama Rush or whatever the hell it was called, anybody? Did anybody do a sorority in the South? Sorority in the South. Fucking crazy, dude. Just so dark. (laughs) So deeply dark. Please go watch the documentary. It's a very good documentary. It's worth it. It's actually a very bad documentary, but it's a funny and entertaining documentary. It's on Netflix. Okay, I'm not making any money from this documentary. So I was at UNC where there were just 80% really stunningly beautiful women who were trying to... Get the attention of 20% Boo. of the, of the, and I'm not from North Carolina, so I was out of state, so I really felt like an outsider in a lot of ways. But everybody, there were like the frat boys who had the front tuck and the, and the. <laughs> fuck the frat boys with the front tuck. We got no tuck. Fucking fuck the front tuck. Um. But then right, I they ended had front up front tuck and no and back back. There were so back many. They, they had the croquis. There was a whole costume. Oh there was like literally. They all looked exactly the same. And uh, and and I realized I had to get the hell out of there. And if any of you had seen Bama Rush, you would understand how bad it was. It was very dark. It was dark. The rushing is is uh, <laughs> a deep underbelly of of human nature. It's paying for friends. It it's, sucks dick. No, but you also like punish people to be a part of you. It's dark. So I transferred to Barnard and Barnard is, if there could be a more opposite end of the spectrum, it was, it was so far from what I was prepared for. So I was a theater major and I was like, the summer before I went to Barnard, I had done like a on-screen acting class or whatever, and I was, <laughs> I was like thinking about doing soap operas. Yeah, you know? was, like, <laughs> huge, huge, huge. I literally took a soap huge. opera class, and uh, I huge. get to Barnard, and my job is to be the assistant stage manager for a puppet mm. show mm. of Faust, which mm. is. <laughs> Oh, what a decision. So you're straight, what from, a decision you're straight from North Carolina, and they're like, you're assistant stage manager for Faust with Puppets. For Faust with Puppets, which is like puppeteers who are deep, deep into puppeteering, and they're like ready to get political about it and get creepy and scary. Sure. And uh, I was 
confused. And I was terrified. I also was like, I'm not a stage manager. Like, I'm a... Well, I don't. You're pretty smart. I'm, I I'm a, see it. No, no, like, no, no, no. It wasn't it. about being smart. I was like, I'm on stage. Like, I should I'm not. An, I'm an <laughs> actress. <laughs> and they were like, you got to pay your dues. You just fucking got here. And so they had me fully hauling these life-size puppets back and forth many, many late this at night. This is Barnard. <laughs> the school nobody in this room's ever heard of. How dare you? I love that you just called it Barnard. Yeah. People, no, my uncle called it Barnyard for the whole first time. <laughs> About the same, honestly. It's very close to Barnyard. Yeah. These kids took these puppets oh so seriously. Sure. I mean, it was everything. And so I was just still in this culture shock of like, I was here and now I'm here. And and the whole oh school God. was like, like the way that I described it to friends was like Daria. It, anybody, I was like, I la, just go la, to school with Daria, la, la, which is, by the way, so fucking great. I mean, great I was show. very happy to be there, but great it was show. a real shift, right? And uh, <laughs> and my whole job is puppets. Everything, is, and they are so lifelike and they are so fucking, and they're all <laughs> Human, le- they're all human size, and it's my job late at night to put them away. And I scared the motherfucking shit out of me because these are devils, right? We're doing Faust. They're dead. We're doing fucking devil puppets, yes. and it's my job alone because they were like, "This sucker uh, needs to get her credit." And uh, so it was one just- smooch. Did you ever give one one smooch? <laughs> <laughs> just like good night, sweet prince. <laughs> I, I would do the thing where I'd put it away and then its head would turn down and it looked like it was like cursing me and I was like oh. ah! <laughs> and I would just run like down the block gone forever I hate this place why is it puppets sign me up Okay, so the finale. Everybody's working towards this last production. So bad. The, so bad. People are literally getting their um, their thesis be, because of this puppet show. Because college matters, guys. You you know this. It's thrusting. It's pushing. It it's puppets. It's a big deal. And uh, <laughs> oh. and I had really for the show one job, which was to pull these these ropes. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, <laughs> and this one part so of, of the state, the flat would come up and it would reveal like the pièce de résistance, like all, like all the puppets coming together for this like major, major dragon finale. Mm. And, uh, mm. and it was my only job. And finale, <laughs> <laughs> I, I went and it was, and I got my cue and I was like, pulling my rope, pulling my rope, pulling my rope. But I had pulled the wrong... I pulled the wrong ropes. Nice. So I, instead of revealing all these sweet kids that were like so devoted to, to puppets, like the puppet, I revealed them. <laughs> the, pu- the puppeteers, like, all, like <laughs> the opposite. On the side. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw all of them like look out at the audience, and I'm like, put it down. Not a famously <laughs> good-looking bunch. <laughs> They're like, put it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, and then rank, rank, and then I tried to fix it. It was just, I ruined the whole Faust production. <laughs> That's what life Never really loved is. puppeteers. But ever. if they're interested in truth, yes. That's the truth. <laughs> Thank you. There's always somebody with their hand up your asshole. Making you talk. Is this you? <laughs> Think about it, Bananimals. Thank Is you so you? much.
Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.